Welcome to Disney Minus Rebirth Rebirth, the companion podcast to regular Disney Minus, where instead of watching Disney movies, we're, I was going to say playing, uh, talking about the Kingdom Hearts series, since Kat has never played it. I'm uh, Steven, the dealer in this poker game of madness. I'm Kat, and I'm looking forward to another episode of The Adventures of Sora and Shitbitch. Stop being mean to my son. <laughs> okay, Steven, consider how long you've known me, and then ask yourself that again. <laughs> I still say stop being mean to my son. <laughs> Never. <laughs> well, we'll see how you Ever. feel after this episode. Um, okay, so you said at least that you were listening to the last episode... Uh, right before we started. So do you remember what happened last time? Uh, I do remember parts of it. Um, I remember mostly what I remember is I don't like Larxene. Yeah. Because Well, because one of her pictures, the anatomy is totally off. Well, Also, yeah. she looks like Draco Malfoy fucked a praying mantis. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. With the freaking insane hair. Also, one of her or one of her pictures and the dude after her in the Anson Report looks really fucking creepy. Oh, Vexen? Um, yeah. He, if it was the other creepy-looking dude, yes. Yeah. Um, also, I remember pointing out that I actually used to have almost the same Hot Topic trench coat as Larkseen. Like, had all the studs and the straps. It zipped down to my knees and then flared open. So I used to have that fucking trench coat. I believe that. Oh, I did. It was awesome. I w- oh, no. I was total Hot Topic mall rat. Um, Riku's still a shit bitch. Eh. He's totally dressed in, like, a little emo unitard leotard thingy i remember playing pokemon games or pokemon card games that were less complicated than this ah yeah we did talk about that and i remember the monstro sprite looks like a chestburster oh yeah that's right forgot about that it, it totally does it looks like a little freaking xenomorph <laughs> okay so yeah, so, yeah um, that's where we're at. so yeah that's pretty much it um we and met also, thor is apparently like forgetting people or forgetting his memories yes um yeah, we um we met Vexen, a new person in a robe. Uh, we still have not gotten the initial gu- the first guy's face and name yet, but that should get revealed in this episode. Uh, so we're good there, I guess. Um, yeah, we the weird ha- dude that's after Larkseen in the Anson reports, the one where he freaking looks like the rage face meme. No, yes. he looks like the troll face meme. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Yes, that's Vexen. Um, okay. He's a scientist, I guess. Uh, Larkseen was mean to Sora. And I still want her boots, by the way. Right? Uh, Larkseen was mean to Sora, and it turns out that he has, uh, somehow or another, the good luck charm that Kyrie gave him has been <sighs> changed to look different, and he remembers it as being a charm that Naminé gave him. Uh, Axel gave Vexen the world card for... Destiny Islands, which I'm sure will not be important later on. And oh, Riku... wait, shit, I guess we're at the timer. Oh, wait, no, 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 we're not doing that yet. Oh, okay, not starting? Okay. Yeah, not just yet, not just yet. And uh, okay, Riku... Okay, no, I canceled it, I canceled it. Okay, okay. And uh, Riku has uh, shown back up and seems to be uh, evil again and is fighting Sora. Seems to be a shit bitch, even though I still love his Keyblade. <laughs> no, I will give him props I want... I've told you I want that keyblade and the Halloween Town keyblade as keychains, but no, yeah, his his Soul Leader sword is pretty neat. Yeah, uh, I do oh yeah, it. I do. Also, cool. uh, Winnie the Pooh happened last time. But, eh. That's right, we did because Flutter Dark uh, put us a little title card in there. Yeah, 
I got so, my okay. report pulled up, so I'm ready for pictures. <laughs> okay, so yeah, go ahead and start timing uh, because we are going to pick up on floor number eight, which Sarah Lou Who has made into Atlantica, which means right, that I can... on. <laughs> Starting and now. Which means that I actually, before we get into Atlantica, get to tell you about uh, my favorite glitch from the PS2 version of this game. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I feel like this might have happened. Is it like a freaky glitch or a funny glitch? Funny glitch. I feel like this might have okay. happened on other floors, but I know for a fact it happened on Atlantica. Um so we haven't really been talking much about the room mechanics because it doesn't really matter if you're just telling the plot of it. Um, right. But you've noticed, I'm sure, from the Let's Play, certain rooms that are uh, where it's just a treasure chest sitting in the middle of a room. So like a Legend of Zelda room that makes you really suspicious? Kind of. Well, I mean, you're able to create the room, so no suspicion. It's it. Those rooms are called Calm Bounty, and instead of fighting anyone, it's just a treasure chest uh, so you can pick up a new card or sometimes you'll get a slide out of it stuff like that um i would still be suspicious that's hell. fair well that's fair there are there are actually versions of that one that i ended up liking better Legend of zelda and pokemon and dungeons and dragons <laughs> have made a suspicious of chests in the middle of a room with nothing around them that's fair uh there are actually versions of that uh instead of calm bounty i forget what the other two are called it's not really important um, where it'll ha still have a chest there, but it will be surrounded by Heartless that you gotta, like, fight in order to get to it. I don't remember if this glitch kicked in on any of those, or if it was just on the Calm Bounties, but I know for sure it was on the Calm Bounties. Um, basically what this glitch would do would be when you walk up and, like, press the button to open the treasure chest, Sora, the animation would still happen. Sora would pull out his keyblade, tap on the treasure chest to make it open, but then he would, like, fall through the floor... Even what the fuck? Yeah, he, he'd he fall through the floor and, like, you'd just be sitting there. Like, the camera would still try to follow him. He'd just be falling into, like, a vague sort of bluish void for, like, 30 seconds. And then it would, like, just jump cut and put him right back up to where he was. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess everything's fine. <laughs> no, the thing you just sent me in Messenger, what the fuck is that? Oh, 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 that was, um, uh, okay, the bad guy from JoJo Part 4 that I was telling you about. That's his stand. What the uh, fuck? Color Queen. Oh, come on. Color Queen's neat. I'm not watching JoJo now. What? No, I'm not watching that. Everybody, I need you to help me bully Cat into watching JoJo. He's sending me a horrible Rule 34 of Mew from Pokemon. No, that's Killer Queen. That's his stand. It's Mew. It is a Rule 34 Mew. Got a fucking cod piece over his dick. Well, yeah, that part I can't argue. <laughs> anyway, sorry, you distracted me with that. Back to the game. Anyway, yes. Um, so I'm Atlantica. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so Atlantica. Hang on, let me see if I. Okay, yes, Atlantica. Yes, please. Had a title card. I'm pretty sure one sec. Give me brain bleach, please. There we go. Did you put him in Kingdom Hearts or Anson Reports? Oh, Anson there Reports. It is. Yeah. It took it a sec, that's all. Okay, that um, was pretty. Yeah, so so yeah, that's Atlantica. Um, here is what Ariel's sprite ends up looking like. Um, so basically, um, this is why it, it sort of bugs looks me. looks normal, which is good. Yeah, this is why it kind of bugs me that... So I do remember some of the sprites, apparently from the uh, last Pockets episode, some of the sprites look downright freaky. Yeah, it's fair. So she actually some looks of them, like Ariel, so I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, some of them translate over better than others. Um mm -hmm. 
this is why it sort of bugs me that the PlayStation 2 version and now the PS4 um, update of it uh, put Sora, Donald, and Goofy in their Halloween Town up, or outfits for Halloween Town because it doesn't do that in Atlantica. They don't turn back into fish people. They're just Aww. themselves. Well, because because they're not actually going to the world. It's just Castle Oblivion making the rooms look like it, basically. It's so it cool. makes so it makes sense because the the magic of the world isn't actually there to make them blend in this time. It's just like having posters up, basically. Um, I guess. Hey, you didn't. I thought you didn't like their horrible fish people. I didn't find how anyway. Sora looked. Do- uh, Donald and Goofy. <laughs> those were sins against nature. Exactly, and we don't have to deal with it this time, so it's good. Okay, so that's um, true. I'll give you that. Yeah, although because they could have improved on it. Meh. Um, because Ariel is a part of that world. She she obviously still fits in with the nature of the world. So it'll have her swimming through like non-existent water, like a foot or two off of the ground. <laughs> because as far as she's concerned, she is supposed to be underwater. It's weird that they're walking around. I mean, it's Disney and Princess Logic, so yeah, basically. They, I don't remember them even commenting on it, so it's whatever. Um, As a side note, though, every time I see Ariel, I'm reminded of the Tumblr post that says, "You know, you've hit adulthood when you watch the Little Mermaid, and when she goes, "I'm 16, I'm not a child," and you go, "Yes, the fuck you are." Yeah, dude, right? Like that's when you know you've officially hit adulthood, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I've definitely done exactly that, like. Re- uh, Rewatching it more recently, so yeah, a little bit. Oh like, yeah, Triton had his problems too. Obviously, he did not handle yeah. the situation well. Adult. But I'm also, 16, I'm not a child. The fuck you say? Yeah, but also she needed to calm the hell down. Um, but anyway, in this one, uh, while they're trying to figure out what's going on because they, hey, it looks like we're underwater, uh, Ariel swims by with the with King Triton's trident, just sort of like tucked behind her back and is basically like if anybody asks you guys didn't see shit <laughs> she's like you guys you didn't saw see- jack and shit yeah she's like you guys didn't see me uh you don't know what this thing is or where i'm going with it if anyone asks you don't know anything and they're like got it who are you again and she swims off before telling them anything <laughs> but the but Sora, Donald, and Goofy, being we all the know how well this works out in movies, right? Being the protagonist, they decide that they did in fact see shit. So, since they don't know where they are, they honestly just decide to wander around, and conveniently for the next cutscene, end up at King Triton's throne room. So it's whatever, I guess. Um, basically, Sebastian or King Triton's not there. I don't think we even see. Yeah, we don't see him at all in the Chain of Memories version of this world. But we do see nice. We uh, we do see Sebastian, and he's freaking out because Ariel's gone, and the Trident is gone, and Flounder's gone, and he doesn't know what's happening. But sooner or later, oh my goodness, we totally couldn't see this happening in a Kingdom Hearts game. I know, right? But sooner or later, King Triton's gonna find out, and he's gonna get in trouble. So holy crap, what do I do? And instead of actually talking to him and telling him that everything is gonna be okay, (laughs) Sora, Donald, and Goofy are basically like. Huh, you know, maybe we should go see what's up. Mother one thinking it's really weird seeing this after we just reviewed Dinosaur for the normal Disney minus. I know, right? Where freaking Sebastian was the bat well, one of oh, the Oh yeah, guys. that's right. I keep forgetting that. He was crawling, yes. I was like, what the I saw that when I was looking at the trivia for that episode. I was like, what the fuck? That's not Sebastian. Yep. I didn't um, know he died. <laughs> 
so like, so yeah dude, they i'm like what because like we went from seeing sebastian to, in all the past atlantic episodes so then we saw a dinosaur and now we're seeing friendly sebastian i know right <laughs> so yeah they they leave sebastian behind to have a panic attack and decide to go find ariel and to fight the uh, underwater cornators i mean ha <laughs> okay um so yeah, yeah they go is- find they go to look for ariel and see what's up uh end up at her grotto where Ariel is having a meeting, is straight up having a meeting with Ursula. Um, basically, throughout their conversation, we find out uh, that Flounder, somehow, they do not say how, Ariel doesn't know how, and Ursula doesn't say how, uh, Flounder has somehow gotten whisked away to the human world, as she says, and um, basically, Ursula has told Ariel, I can save him if you bring me your father's uh-huh. trident. And Ariel's like, God, I really probably shouldn't do this, but, like, Flounder is my best friend, and if he's in danger, then maybe we need to. And um, Ursula basically is like, well, I'll leave you alone to think about it, and you can decide what to do. that's kind of what she does. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and so that's when Sora, Donald, and Goofy, like, walk up, and they're like, yo, you're not going to trust her, right? And she's like, hell no, I don't trust her. Something's definitely up. But, like, also, I'm one person, so I don't really know what else to do. <laughs> Which, I mean, fair. Um, so, luckily, now they're four people, and they decide they're going to go talk to Ursula. And to see if maybe she'll just help them. Because talking with... totally works in your Exactly. Favor. And see if maybe they can just talk her into helping without having to give her the trident. And like, May I just point out an observation here? Go for it. You know how nowadays we watch the, like, original horror movies, like the original Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street and Scream, where you're sitting there and you're yelling at the screen, don't fucking do it. You know what's going to happen, especially in Scream, where they flat out point out, oh, I just drank and had premarital sex. I'm going to go out in the backyard now. And Ah. you're like, you know what's going to happen. Why are you? Yeah, exactly exactly the that's same the thing. feeling i'm getting right now just there wanted is, to point that out there is no way going to talk to ursula does not result in a boss fight so yeah, go see the sea witch that was banished from your father's kingdom that's totally gonna end well <laughs> so uh hey surprise surprise they go and talk to ursula and like she immediately reveals all? yeah she like immediately reveals that she's the reason Flounder's missing because she basically waves her hands and in a puff of smoke, Flounder reappears and is like, Ariel, help me! And then she waves her hands again and in another puff of smoke, he's gone. Now see, that actually is a little out of character for Ursula because normally you'd think she'd be like all hinty and mysterious. Yeah, no, she's just like, yeah, like, I mean, she doesn't say <laughs> I captured him. Uh, basically, I mean, I guess it, at this point, she doesn't give a fuck. She's like, yeah, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Exactly. She doesn't say, like, I captured him, but Ariel's like, how do I know that you'll actually be able to help? And she's like, okay, I can prove that. And she's like, bam, see, look, he's here. And now he's gone again. Give me the trident and he'll actually stay here. <laughs> like, all right. I mean, you're being open about it, I guess. So, All right, witch bitch. Ariel, literally not knowing what else to do, and I guess forgetting that they came to try and talk her out of it, uh, just straight up gives her the trident. And this goes about as well as you would expect. It, oh, wait. Dang it. Hang on one second. I accidentally deleted the picture I was about to post for it. Really, Steven? I went into my pictures instead of the thing. Hang on one sec. 
cover. I mean, I would rag on you, but I'm going to give you a break after this week. There we go. Clear out my pictures from being in the background. That way I don't do that again. There we go. There's our boss fight picture. Ooh, that's a really creepy looking Ursula. Yeah. Uh, basically for this, uh, she gets... Obviously, she's still really big. But since it, you know, since the original was on the Game Boy, they couldn't have you like swimming around to fight her like you did last time. So instead, she's right. like, kind of perched right up next to the platform that you're on, and you run around and hit her tentacles to like kind of make her lower her face down to where you can beat did up. You her say face. you're running around her genitals. Tentacles, tentacles. I'm easy now. Um, <laughs> to be fair, the phone is legit cutting out at the worst possible time. That's fair. Uh, but actually, Ariel's um, friend card is actually really good. Just like, I never realized how good Ariel was in the first game. Basically, it'll make her like swim, or, kind of dart around the battlefield, like spinning around like a drill and just bashing into or like damaging any enemies that she happens to hit. So her friend card is actually really, really good. Uh, here is Ursula's enemy card, since we do get that after the fight. One second. I'm gonna get some scrolling that I'm gonna have to do. There we go. I see the card. Yes. Uh, one sec. Let me. Okay, there we go. What was Ursula's again? Okay, okay yeah. wait. Uh, can I ask a quick question about the other picture that you said? The first one with Ursula and all them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know you probably said this before, but I just don't remember. In the lower left corner, like the card that's right in front, what does that card do? Okay, yeah. The ones that have keyblades on them are just regular attacks. Um, okay, so that's a keyblade card. Yeah, all the all the different keyblade types will basically have different stats. So like, your swing speed will be a little bit different for each one. It'll do slight like one will do slightly more damage over the other ones or something like that, basically. Okay, yeah, because I see like the two keyblade cards, and I see like the aerial one kind of hidden behind it. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Uh but yeah, so okay, so Ursula's enemy card um, is actually one that I didn't really use a whole whole lot. Um, it has the damage that you take from enemies' magic attacks, which is more useful for boss fights than it is for regular heartless fights because most of the heartless are just doing regular physical attacks. So, meh. Right. I mean, with a few exceptions, obviously. Um, hang on one sec. Was there actually any? Was there even anything else? No, that pretty much takes care of it. Um, after the fight. Flounder's basically like, oh my god, Ariel, I'm so sorry. She tricked me, and I ended up getting captured. And Ariel's like, dude, it's fine. We managed to get you back safe, so everything's cool. Um, they're like, hey, so you did basically steal your dad's trident. Are you going to get in trouble? And she's like, dude, he's going to fucking kill me. I'm going to be grounded forever. And Sora's like, wait, just lie. Tell him Ursula stole it and that you bravely got it back. And Ariel's like, no, I can't really do that because... Yeah, it would get me out of being in trouble, but really, if I blame somebody else, like, I mean, I, I did all of this because, you know, I genuinely wanted to help my friend who was in trouble, and if I lie about it, then it's like my feelings in the toward that whole situation won't really mean as much, and Sora's like, I mean, I guess, okay, that's a good point. And Jiminy, you know, the conscience to a puppet, sa agrees, says that honesty is the best policy. Shocking nobody. <laughs> And that is it. These last three worlds are going to have real short plots. We're probably going to breeze through them. We might get through all four worlds that I took notes on. Hey, uh, let's shoot for it. We still got like an hour and 13 minutes left. Let's go for it. Yeah, exactly. Let me just make sure I didn't have any other images. 
for Atlantica. I don't think that I did. Okay, no, that was it. So we are. Let me let me walk away real quick because I did have to plug in my phone. I got to go blow my nose. Let me walk away real quick while you f- pull up images. Okay, no, there weren't any more. So just pause the timer while you're gone, I guess. Okay, so yeah, I'll be right back. Let me go ahead and pause the timer real quick. Okay, pause and I'll be right back. Okay, is back. Okay, go ahead and start the timer back up, I guess. Yeah, I was like literally 10 steps away. Like I could hear you, but I didn't want to like. Like That's fair. I do almost my- I do almost kind of miss or wish that you had missed it because uh, we go back out into Castle Oblivion, basically just the hallway, I guess. And you hey, miss- look, you wish I did miss it. Yeah, because Riku's back and now you're probably going to be mean to him. Yeah, see, there we go. <laughs> uh, basically mean. Um, basically, uh, Re- Sora is telling Riku that he should just leave and go home. And that he'll look after Naminé and blah, 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 blah. And Sora's like, no, dude, there's obviously something up with you, too. So I'm going to rescue Naminé and I'm going to rescue you. And we got to both go home because Kyrie is waiting for us. <laughs> um, Hang on. <laughs> OK, I'm good. Uh, Riku. <laughs> Are you sure? You, eh, eh. Riku says you that he doesn't. You know, I'm not going to stop until he proves himself to not be a shit bitch. I know. Uh, Riku says that he doesn't want to go back to the islands, that he doesn't even care about Kairi or any of their other friends. He says he's forgotten about those losers. And and then he, ha- well, then he asks Sora, like, do you even remember them? And he's like, yeah, I do. There's, hmm, yeah. And Riku says, don't worry about it. That's just what Castle of Olivian does. He says, it's good. You forget all the useless stuff and remember for the first time what really matters. I remembered it, Sora. I now know the one thing that that is most important to me. Protecting the nominee. Nothing else matters. Not a thing. <laughs> and Sora has like a very brief flashback. They didn't even build a whole scene for it. The screen just kind of goes dark and you see the two of them like fighting as little kids in like just blackness. So all he's thinking about is just that. <laughs> Sora remembers the two of them like play fighting when they were kids. And snaps out of the remembering and is like, well, you know what, Riku, I'm going to jog your memory for you. And then, of course, you know, boss fight time. Um, After the fight, obviously Sora wins. Uh, After the fight, Riku says, you can fight me all you want, but I still won't remember a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Which is is a hell of a line, to be honest. Um, He also says, uh, he also tells Sora, you are always trying to worm your way into my heart, which is an odd thing to say. But he runs off before Sora can even go, wait, what the hell does that mean? Hey, Steven. Hey. How does Riku's motorcycle sound? I'm not going to like how this goes, am I? Bitch, bitch, bitch. Shit, 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 bitch. He's going to want to get that looked at. Uh, (laughs) We we switch over to a scene. Uh Uh-huh. We switch over to a scene of Axel talking to Naminé. Um, Basically, Axel, it, like is talking to her being like or asking if watching Sora and Riku fight because of her hurts and he's like you've got my sim- you have my sympathies from the heart <laughs> which because did we already talk about how nobody's don't have hearts did we say that yet uh honestly i don't remember that we did let's go okay. ahead and recap it just in case okay yeah it's it doesn't get fully explained until kingdom hearts 2 anyway but I think they've vaguely hinted at them not having hearts. Wait, is this not Kingdom Hearts 2? Uh, it's the second game, 
but it's not it's not labeled Kingdom Hearts 2. We're gotcha. gonna have some fun with that shit later on. Um it just wanted to make sure. No, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 is like the eighth game in the series. You're fine. Um wait, wait what? Yeah. <laughs> My sister, okay, I'm gonna bring her in because she's already said she wants to be a guest at some point. I want to tell her, like, look. <laughs> assume I know absolutely nothing about this game. <laughs> I mean anyway, fair. continue. Um Oh, she's been warned. Where was I? Right, right, right. So yeah, it doesn't get fully explained until Kingdom Hearts 2, but if I remember right, I'm pretty sure they've like kind of vaguely hinted at them not having hearts and them just being nobody's blah and whatever. So when he says to nominate you have my sympathies from the heart, he's being ironic. Um but he does all he goes on to say, but don't waste your time. We nobodies can never hope to be somebody's. So basically he's like, I know you feel bad about Sora and Riku, but don't even bother feeling bad about them. It's not like you're gonna be a person that matters to them. And it's like, damn, dude. Mean. Right. <laughs> um, we switch back over to Sora, and he's sad that Riku's fighting him and being mean. Uh Donald says that Sora can't give up because they're tied together as friends. He's like, You guys have always been tied together. Sora, Riku, and and what was her name? And Sora's like, yeah, you're right, Donald. We three were never apart. Me, Riku, and Namine. Duh. And so anyway, we go on to floor number nine, which is Neverland. And hey, guess what? That mouthy looking bitch said what? (laughs) No, no, no. That was Donald uh, saying that. Not Larksy. Well, but, okay. Oh, oh, you mean because it was Larksy that made made him remember Namine. Never mind. Um, so yeah, um... Okay, wait, remind me, wait, is... Okay. I'm confused, Sora, hang on. Sora remembered no, 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 how... No. Give, give me a second, give me a second. No, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Sora okay, was just okay, commenting no, wait. how... Okay, wait, is the praying mantis-looking bitch. Yes. And... Me a, can, have you, you haven't already sent me a picture of Namine? Um, I'm pretty sure I have, hang on, it was a while Is he the creepy-looking face dude right after Larkseed? No, that's Vexen. Namine okay, is... No, hang I don't on, I'll think go ahead and... I've... I'm looking through the Ansem reports and I don't see her. She's in there. Hang on. I'll go ahead and post her picture again. Yes. It, no, wait. Hang on. Scroll, scroll, scroll. No. Okay. So let the only, I see the picture of her, but like before that you said Larkseen. Is that not Larkseen? No, 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 no. Larkseen's not here. It was Axel okay. talking to Okay, Nomine. So it's Namine whose proportions I didn't like. Okay. Yeah. No. I think so. It's wrong. Yeah, it's her yeah. That... Is like itty bitty, and then like her bottom half is stretched out. She she looks better in game. This model right here, yeah, isn't. It's the like best. literally like her torso is like less than a third of her entire body. Yeah, and her knees are all the way down there, so that mm, all of her organs are like up in her crotch. <laughs> I don't like that anime. Even for anime, that's bad. Okay, sorry. Yeah, Let's it's. Move on. She, like I said, she looks better in, like, in the game, but, I mean, yeah, at least she has, I mean, she's got not a, big feet, super skinny legs, knees are, like, way too far away from her actual waist, but at least she has normal hair. Yeah, see, there we go. Um, but yeah, so Sora was just remarking how Donald was right. The three of them were always together. They've always been friends. Him, Riku, Namine, they're always going to be together. They've always been together. Nothing going to change that. And hey, now we're going to move on to floor number nine, which is Neverland. Um, (laughs) They're on their boat again, because we haven't gotten far enough into the series yet for Neverland to actually be Neverland. Of course we haven't. Yeah. Um, Tinkerbell is here. Uh, Hang on. I do have... I was able to get a title card for Neverland, so one sec. 
bop, bop, bop. Nope, didn't scroll far enough. There it is. I don't know why this says it's a GIF. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> that, honestly, that sprite almost looks like it could come out of Halloween Town. Yeah, right? It is like the eye, like the clock faces look like eyes, and you got the creepy looking world that looks like something from Halloween Town. That's fair. Um, I dig it. It annoys me that, like, we okay in Kingdom Hearts one we at, we at least saw Big Ben, so I can understand the world looking that like that for Kingdom Hearts one. Kingdom Hearts oh, yeah. two is just the boat. <laughs> we don't so even go to Captain Hook's boat. Yeah, we don't even go to Big Ben. Um, yeah, I mean it's. Eh. I mean, I kind of—I mean, I get it. Like the worlds here are being built off of Sora's memories. And I mean, that's kind I of, get it. It doesn't yeah. mean I have to like it. Basically, um, we do get glide uh, officially here, so that's cool. We can we can glide now. That's kind of neat. Um, <laughs> Tinkerbell's here, uh, but Donald says that she sucks at helping, and she gets mad at him. Which, yeah, valid. Donald kind of sucks. <laughs> Peter Pan is here, and. Yeah, no, here's here's how here's how the three of them introduce themselves to him and tell him oh their God. names. Like instead of just saying, I'm Sora, this is Donald, this is Goofy, uh Donald instead turns to Sora and says, Oh, basically Pan Peter Pan was like, Hey, did you guys get captured too? And they're like, No, we didn't get captured. We're just Why are we here, Sora? And Sora goes, I don't know, Donald. What do you think, Goofy? And Peter's like, Got it, Sora, Donald, and Goofy, okay. <laughs> I mean, there are probably more awkward ways that could have been worded, but I mean they got their names out there, so if it works, it works, I guess. Yeah. Um <laughs> Lord knows we've explored worse for less. Right. Uh I forgot to write down which one of them points it out, but one of the three asks it, or says that since Peter Pan is here, that must mean that he got captured too. And he's like Hey, shut the fuck up. I didn't get captured. I chose to be. <laughs> he he says he's waiting for just the right moment to make his move and rescue Wendy. And Sora offers a uh, offers to make a distraction so that so that he can have that opportunity. Um, we go over to the next cutscene and hey, look, Wendy's here. Um, she says that she wants to go. Or Peter says, all right, come on, let's get out of here so we can go hang out with the Lost Boys in Neverland and stuff. And she's like, no, dude, I got to go. I got to actually go home. I've got a whole life in London. And Peter gets all pissy and is like, but if you leave, then you'll grow up and you'll forget all about me and you'll forget about Neverland. And he just gets mad and storms off and like, oh, little prissy bitch. Yeah, I don't really like Peter Pan in this one. He's normally a pretty Wait, all sorry, right dude. Peter Pan was already a bitch in the movie. Yeah, that's fair. It's been a while since live I action the movie. and animated, and now he's like, okay, now you're just even more of a little bitch. I mean, yeah, um, it's been a while since I watched the movie. In the in the games, in the Kingdom Hearts games, he's always gen he's like, generally pretty good. Look, I get like, where he's coming from, but he's like, oh, never gonna live, you know, never gonna grow up, and I'm just gonna shit all over you for trying to have any kind of authority. Yeah, it's, and you leave, and yeah. he's like, okay, fuck you. Well, okay, fuck you too. Yeah, no, he straight up leaves Wendy behind with Soren, Donald, and Goofy, and they're like, uh, so now what? <laughs> See, whereas in the first game, he was like, all right, peace out, guys. I got to get Wendy out of here, so I'll come back to help you guys out later on. And I don't I don't like Chain of Memories version of Peter Pan, but whatevs. Um, he, or Hook, like, immediately shows up and takes all of them hostage. And, <laughs> or at least he tries to, but Sora, Donald, Goofy, and Wendy are basically talking about how Peter was being a jerk. And 
Hook gets mad that they're not paying attention to him. <laughs> That's what initiates this boss fight, is he gets mad that they're not paying enough attention to him. And he threatens to make Wendy walk the plank. And that's when Peter comes back and is like, hey, <laughs> hey, dude, no, you're not going to do that. Uh, instead, it's fighting time. So they they fight. Uh, first off, since I haven't shown you any of their character sprites yet, there we go. And there I is... do like his hat. That's, yeah, fair. His hat yeah, is his, very impressive. His hat, looks, his hat looks real good. Um, but that's from the boss fight against him. Let me go ahead and grab his. Okay, just enemy I'm card. gonna say in the second picture, Captain Hook looks like he's about to do something really bad to Sora. <laughs> no, I mean he looks like he's about to just take his head and just smash it in the floorboards. Man, I I and actually that really... accompanying key part key card picture really doesn't help. Yeah, I actually really like the uh, Game Boy version because the PlayStation Two version is basically almost exactly like his boss fight from Kingdom Hearts One. Um. For the Game Boy version, uh, they had the boat like rocking. So every now and then he would run over to the part of the boat that was like that happened to have rocked up a little bit and it would just launch him way up and you could uh -huh. try to jump up and hit him or just wait for him to come back down. So that was actually kind of fun. Um, let me see the hooks enemy card is one that I did use some, especially on tougher bosses, because basically hooks enemy card is called second chance. Um, you after taking like a hit that would have killed you, it'll let you live with one health, uh, provided you have it. You're not already at one health, obviously. Um, it also makes you resistant to lightning, but you are stunned by fire, which, I mean, that part's cool, I guess. Um, <coughs> maybe. Me. Do what? I said maybe. Eh. It's better than not being resistant to lightning, I guess. I don't know. Depends on who you're fighting. Like, if you're fighting Larxene, who uses electric attacks, great. If you're fighting Axel, who uses fire attacks, not so great. If you're fighting Vexen, who uses ice, it doesn't matter. Right. Anyway, um, like like I said, these these three worlds are just super short on plot because that's basically it. Um, <laughs> they they beat Hook. I mean, hey, let's go through them. Yeah, they they beat Hook. You get his enemy card. Uh, Peter's calmed down and uh, tells Wendy that he he apologizes to Wendy. Tells her that. He's fine with her going home, but he does say that she'll eventually uh, grow up and forget about him and forget about being young. And Sora's like, well, hey, just because she forgets doesn't mean that you're completely gone. The memories are just sleeping. And who knows? Sometimes even the smallest thing will, will just wake them right back up and she'll, and she'll remember everything. And Peter's like, you know what? That's good enough for me. Maybe you're right. Maybe she will remember me someday. And There's a mix of... Uh... Oh shoot! What was it? Uh, Cinderella, I think it is. Huh? The whole the dream a dream is a wish your heart makes. That's what it makes me think of. Oh, but, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. kind of, yeah. <laughs> he ends it also, with like. Can we can we pause real quick? Yes. Sorry, back. Okay. All right, and starting. Yes. but yeah. Um, <laughs> Peter ends it with like a really cheesy line though. <laughs> he tells Sora. He says goodbye, Sora. I'll be waiting to see what you look like all grown up. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, you want a little, you want a little wine with that cheese, Peter? I I know. <laughs> like, okay, dude, chill. Um, semi spoiler. I get it dizzy and all, but come on. Semi spoiler, I guess, but I'm not going to give any actual detail. Over the course of this series, there are like five or six different people who have told Peter Pan that they'll see him later, and at so far have not seen him later. <laughs> Oh, that's Granted, cheerful. 
granted this one granted this one doesn't count because it's not the real peter pan but still lovely yeah i forgot to save a picture of it but we get tinkerbell's um we get uh, tink's card here so now you can use summon cards for tinkerbell and i don't know why this happens but as tinkerbell's flying off a moogle falls out of nowhere and like crashes lands on donald and then just gets up and walks away. This is not explained. It has nothing to do with anything. It's just... Wait, who falls on what now? You cut out a little bit. Oh, a Moogle falls out of the sky and lands on Donald. And like... What the fuck? I don't know. It just gets wow. up and... It just gets up and walks off. Like, this is, is not like explained. Is like a save point or... No. I don't... I don't know why this happened. What the fuck? It's it's not like this is a recurring gag. They don't have Moogles falling on Donald in other places. It's just here, and I don't know why. But Maybe somebody on the development team, you know, toked a few or munched a few, or I don't know. Listeners, you know what these scenes need? Moogles. Like listeners, if y'all know of another instance of anything that makes this make a little bit more sense let me know it's not that i'm complaining if you have it's any other random moogle sightings in games please tell us hashtag moogle watch there you go <laughs> but yeah because like I'm hashtag not... moogle 2020 because like i'm not complaining it's just like oh no, i know i'm not complaining either but it's just like i <laughs> i don't know it's so weird anyway though I'm going to uh, put it on Casey and Flutterdark because they're the two that's or Casey, Flutterdark, <laughs> and Moomin. They're the three that seem to find random shit. Right. Um, you so, three, get on it. Hey, guess what? Uh, we go to Castle, we go back to Castle Oblivion. We leave this floor behind. And hey, you know who's there? Who? Nobody. Riku doesn't show up this time. Aw, no shit, bitch. <laughs> um, it's so funny. Because, you know like, I'm not going to stop this anytime soon for the duration of this game, right? Oh, I know. It's so funny though because like until I'd be him. different, he is going to be shit bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so funny though because they've fought him for like the past two or three floors. So like you can actually see a moment where they're like, Oh, I guess he's not here. <laughs> Wait, oh <wait>. anyway. <laughs> Basically. Uh oh, no, no, no. what's the I think is it who the whose line is it anyway, but they're like, Oh no. Anyway. <laughs> Basically. Um, instead, I... we switch over to a conversation that Axel, Larkseen, and Vexen are having, uh, where Larkseen is taunting Vexen. She says, your Riku was supposed to counter Sora. What's he waiting for? Where is Old he? Draco it. <laughs> She's the meanest person around, and, like, you either love her or you hate her, but I'm gonna call is... her Narcissa. She is the undisputed queen of mean in this series, because hot diggity damn. Um, <laughs> Axel, still it, like it, half defending and half taunting, tells Larkseen, hey, don't worry about it. You know what? I bet this is all part of Vexen's plan. He's just having Riku hide somewhere to draw Sora deeper into the castle. Isn't that right, Vexen? That's what it is. And Vexen gets mad at fucking both of them. And Lark's, like is about to try and yell something at Larkseen in response, and she's like, forget it. Men without hearts are so boring. <sighs> but our stranger from before shows up, and we finally get his face and his name. One second, because while you were gone, I moved to a different channel. Do, oh god, do, 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 what now? Scrolling, scrolling, there we go. His name is Marluxia. Wait, ooh. ooh. I will, no, 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 hold up, hold up. I will spell that out under his picture. 
I like this thing. Yeah, he's pretty. Oh, you mean his scythe. Also that. <laughs> I mean both. <laughs> there are just so many like, memes. It is pretty and killy and ooh, I like both. There are just so many memes of him like taking his hood off and revealing his face and it just being captioned with something to the effect of, oh no, he's hot. And his name is Marluxia? It's, okay, see, this is a thing. Um, Obviously, like, the Game I know, Boy game. I know something about Organization 13. It's whoever they're a clone of and like they put an X in there. Yeah. Um, the Game Boy game obviously was not voiced, so we only ever saw it written for a long time. Uh, this is going to happen with another character from Kingdom Hearts 2 because his name just coincidentally is never said out loud in the in that game. Uh, so we didn't actually get a pronunciation for it for his name until like Kingdom Hearts three, I think. Um, for the so for the longest time, I said his name as Marluxia, but apparently it's pronounced. That's what it looks like is Marluxia. Yeah, apparently that X is pronounced as more of a sh. So it's more so like it's, Marluxia. Yeah, Marluxia. Either way, he's pretty, and so is the Keyblade. I like <laughs> it both. I'm I'm not even fucking kidding. I'm pretty sure the Game Boy game didn't i'm pretty sure the game boy version sharp and pointy and pretty uh the game boy version i'm pretty sure did not do this but the playstation version i'm not even kidding when he take when he puts his hood back because his thing is like wind and flower petals so when he puts his hood back it just has like a few flower uh, flower petals like kind of just floating around him to emphasize that oh no he's hot (laughs) come to mama (laughs) it's so funny um anyway continue (coughs) i like what i see continue Anyway, he comes in to also be mean to Vexen because can't get enough of being mean to Vexen. Uh, <laughs> he says, Vexen. He can me all he wants. Goodness. He says, Vexen, the simple fact that your er, the simple fact is your project was a failure. You'd best not disappoint us again. <laughs> and Vexen gets mad and <laughs> basically he yells at Marluxia like, who the fuck are you to talk to me like this? In this organization, I'm number four and you're number 11. I have a feeling he's about to be the new number four. Uh, no, I don't know of any instances of their numbers being rearranged. Honestly, Vexen puts importance on it, but I think the number is just the order that they joined. I, aside from their boss being number one, I don't think there's any significance to your number because a guy that we'll meet in Kingdom Hearts 2 who kind of acts like the second in command is like number nine. If I remember right, he's either seven or nine. Um, But anyway, uh, and Marluxia actually follows it up and he's like, yeah, okay, I might be number 11, but the boss put me in charge of nominate and this castle. So you better fucking listen to what I have to say. And puts his scythe directly in Vexen's face. Like, I'm not even kidding. Wait, he does what? You cut out again. He did what? He puts his scythe like right in Vexen's face. I thought I had a gif of that. I guess I don't. I'm a swoon on my knees right now. <laughs> don't judge me. Nope, yeah, I thought I had a picture of him doing that, but I guess not. Um, but yeah, You he better like... fucking find a picture of that. <laughs> I'll try to find you one later. Uh, but yeah, he, like, straight up just you better. puts his scythe in Vexen's face and is like, you better shut the fuck up and listen to me. Um, he also goes on to say that because their boss put him in charge of whatever it is they're doing here in Castle Oblivion, defying him equals treason. And Axel in the background goes, yeah, and traitors are supposed to be eliminated. And he's like, Marluxia's like, what that guy said. (laughs) So Marluxia basically ending his little, like, his whole speech basically just 
challenges Vexen to try and actually go defeat Sora, and basically, and then turns to Nomine and is like, and by the way, wasn't there a promise that Sora made to you? And like, I'm not even kidding. We don't get like any hint of Nominate starting to do anything in response. It just cuts back to Sora, and he's like, um, he's like, okay, we're, we've come so far, but we can't turn back because it would break a promise that I made to Nominate one time. <laughs> and Donald and Goofy are like, what? And he's like, when we were kids, I promised that I would keep her safe no matter what. So we really got to save her because like having forgotten about her and everything, I just feel like such an asshole, guys. And so they press on to floor number 10, which is Hollow Bastion. And I don't know if you remember, but this is the last of the set of cards that they have for right now. So that's cool. One second, though. I did have a title card for Hollow Bastion. Send me the title card now because I'm still swooning over Marluxia. Goodness. (laughs) Don't you dare judge me. Oh, wait. I forgot to post... The Ooh. picture of Sprite Marluxia. There we go. Okay, wait, hang on. Looking at Hollow Bastion first. Okay, that looks funky. Uh, <laughs> mm, mm, I don't know. He's still floofy looking in the Game Boy version. I would still fluff his hair. That's fair. <laughs> I still call him cute. So I mean, he. Look. I don't know if he'd be a fan of that, but eh, it's fair. Well, I um, mean, he. You say that as if he had a choice. I know. Um, so, but yeah, we go to Hollow Bastion, where Belle is being mean to the beast. Oh, oh, yeah. he looks so confused. I and, know, he okay, doesn't no. know what's going on. Also, just, can I say, I get that it's a Game Boy, so I get they're limited, but the difference between the Belle sprite and the beast sprite. I know, right? Is, like, really freaking disturbing. <laughs> I get there's only so much they can do. but also in his little picture he does he looks so confused i know uh but yeah so we come in bell's being mean she tells the beast to just leave without her she never even asked for his help in the first place a little fucking (laughs) five-year-old and she just walks off and beast is like yeah okay fine i understand nobody could ever care for someone like me and Sora, donald and goofy are like that's really fucked up dude we better go talk to bell and see what's going on because hot damn um, I mean, fucked up on his side. It's like, okay, you don't have any right to force somebody. But on the other hand, in this fucking sprite, she's a fucking six-year-old. <laughs> there is that. Well, part of that's also because the text box like cuts off everything below. Like, well, but even then, elbows. though, just her, I mean, you can even say though her sprite compared to his. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, I get the animated movie; it was the same thing, but. Me. Uh, <laughs> but so they catch. Let's not the, even get into the whole Stockholm syndrome thing. Oh my goodness! Uh, the we'll, the we'll gang catches that up. When we actually watch Beauty and the Beast. There we go. Uh, the gang catches up though to uh, to Belle in the library. My lights just flickered. That's probably not good. Um, <laughs> basically, she's actually over here being sad, and basically she confirms to Sora, Donald, and Goofy that she has been kidnapped. Um, and they're like, wait, so if you're kid if you were kidnapped, why were you being so mean to the beast? And basically, um, she, d- she says, uh, she, she was actually really happy to see him and she feels so bad for having been mean to him like that. Uh, but she can't let him see how she really feels and does not get time to explain because, Hey, Maleficent shows up. I'll, I'll show you her sprite here in just a minute. <laughs> um, 
basically um, Maleficent comes in and is like, hey, I saw you talking to the beast. How come you didn't ask for his help? And Belle's like, uh, no, I'm not going to fall into your trap. I won't ask for his help. And Maleficent, being the most threatening I've seen her in a good while, basically says, okay, fine. I'll just have to make you beg for his help then. All right. Um, it just seems wrong. Yeah. Uh, so in the next cutscene, <laughs> uh, oh, because, because of the way these things are spaced, <coughs> um, Belle says like she's not going to let um, Maleficent hurt the beast. Sordon and Goofy are there backing her up. Like we're gonna try. To, we're gonna protect them. We're not gonna let you hurt anybody. And Maleficent threatens literally all of them. She's like, "Oh, four people here. Great. That'll be more screaming, and it'll draw the beast even closer." And Beast is like, "Hey, don't even bother. I'm already here." And so Belle real quick tries to put up the mean act. She's like, "What are you doing here? I told you to leave. Get the hell out." And <laughs> Beast goes on this whole monologue about how I understand uh, that you're mad at me. Who wouldn't hate a guy like me? Look at me. I'm a horrible monster. No one could ever love someone like me. But you know what, Belle? When you showed up, I started to actually feel happy again for the first time in a very long time. And I can't just give up on that. I can't just let those feelings go. So you know what? You can call this selfish if you want consider this my final selfish act because I'm not leaving here without you. <laughs> and Male like Maleficent is actually the first person to react to any of this. She's like, oh shit, I never thought that such a beautiful heart could be inside someone so ugly. You know what? Fuck it, Belle. I'm going to take his heart. And she like tries to straight up blast Beast with a laser and Belle jumps in front of it and gets straight up vaporized. <laughs> And then Maleficent the just... What Maleficent? Yeah, Maleficent just, like, hoovers up Belle's heart. And she's like, okay, cool. Well, that works for me. Uh, and Sora, Donald, and Goofy, rightly, are like, dude, what the hell? And so Maleficent explains, like, real quick, um, my dark magic requires the most beautiful of hearts to make it work. Because, I don't know, I guess they're good batteries for her magic or some shit. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, and... By being mean to the beast, Belle was trying to make her heart, like, seem more ugly than it was so that she wouldn't be able to use, or so Maleficent wouldn't be able to use Belle's heart for her magic. Um, but when, uh, when the beast showed up and gave his whole speech, basically that, like, undid everything that Belle had done by being mean and made her heart just shine with love for him. And, like, she seriously taunts the Beast. She she loves you, Beast. I can feel how much she loves you even now. <laughs> and basically says, but don't worry. You'll be together soon because I'm going to kill you two and take your heart. And, hey, it's a boss fight time. <laughs> oh, wait, did I not? Hang on. One sec, one sec. Did you forget something? I thought, no, okay, it wasn't showing up at first. Uh, I do have, a, I thought that I didn't have a picture of the boss fight, but I do. It just didn't show up at first. Ooh, badass dragon. Yeah, she goes... Ooh, with so many ice creams. <laughs> she goes... Ow. She goes dragon form immediately. Which, I mean, can we just get props for whatever we watch Sleeping Beauty, the first person to actually or the first Disney villain to actually use the word hell. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, there it is. But they never, they never said, like, until Lion King, they never said dead they never said death or kill but freaking Maleficent goes all the powers of hell yeah dog 
Uh, we just preach right there, Queen. Okay, there we go. Um, I'm sorry, I love the Maleficent dragon because she's fucking freaky. No, you are totally fine. Um, yeah, so she she goes dragon form immediately for this boss fight. Um, obviously Sora wins, of course. Um, what does her card do? Her card, it's actually not one that I used very much, but not because I didn't like the effect. Uh, it was really expensive to use. <laughs> um, basically, cards all ha- cards all have like a value of card points to be placed into your deck, and hers just cost a whole lot. So it was like I could have that or a bunch of attacks. Uh, her card, but makes is it like your- worth the cost though? It, more or less. Um, her card makes your cards slower to reload, but powers up your attack. Uh, your attack strength. I don't remember by how much. Okay. It just says powers up. So, so you get like a harder attack up front, but it takes longer for you to recharge afterwards. Basically, yeah. I mean, I can see that being good if you use it smart. Yeah, depending on who you're fighting, really, really good. Um, Badass. But yeah, uh, so <laughs> obviously they beat Maleficent. Um, Belle comes back. She confirms to the Beast that she loves him, and Bell's or Beast is like, oh my god, that's so good. I was so scared that you actually really hated me. I hated feeling that way. And Bell's like, I know, I'm so sorry. But you know what? From here on out, we're going to replace all of those bad memories with good ones. And they just, they start to dance and the screen fades out and it's really fucking sweet. <laughs> and then we go back to Castle yeah. Oblivion. And instead of, uh, instead of Riku, Vexen is here. It's, it's fighting Vexen time. There we go. And waiting for it to load. Okay, love the weapon. Hate yeah. his hair. His weapon is a big old shield, which is kind of neat. Um, and ice magic, obviously. Um, I, I like the weapon, obviously. but he has like really bad Lucius Malfoy hair. Yeah, it looks even worse in the sprite. I feel like. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's like Lucius Malfoy tried to cosplay as Sephiroth and failed miserably. <laughs> um. But I like oh, his weapon, and I like his coat. I like all their coats, because I had one. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, yeah, their coats, are, their coats are pretty neat. Um, they are. I mean, dude, honestly, those coats, too, like, as over the top as they look, they were warm. They didn't get in the way, as long as you see? weren't, like, walking in anything messy. And they look cool. Like, I used mine for a fake chicken horror movie poster, which I will send you later. <laughs> But, no, but yeah, I kid so... you not. I did a horror movie poster for Ghost Chickens in the Sky. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, so um, Sora I like it. is basically who the fuck are you? Because this is the first time that they're meeting. So Vexen introduces himself and he says that he's here to collect on Sora's debt. To which Goofy's like, Zora, do you owe something to this guy? And Sora's like, dude, I have no idea who this guy even is. <laughs> and Vexen's like, yes, you do owe me. You owe me for reuniting you with your former friend. And Sora's like, so it's you! What have you done to Riku? And basically Vexen's like, dude, it won't even matter if I tell you because I'm here to kill you anyway. (laughs) I wrote it in my notes as he's here to do a murder. Dude, right? Um, But yeah, so they fight. Obviously Sora wins. Um, And Sora's like, oh, what? I thought you were gonna gonna destroy me or however it was that he phrased it. And he's like, did you not notice that during the fight... uh, what I was doing, and Sora's like, what were you doing? He, and he goes, I was delving deeper into your memory as we fought, and look what I found, a card crafted from all the memories that are locked in the other side of your heart. 
And one second, because I have two separate pictures of this. I have the Game Boy version and the PlayStation version. There's the Game Boy. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Where was that other one? One second, waiting for it to load. I think it scrolled too far. Director from Memories, off to the other side of your heart with your stupid fucking hairstyle. There it is. Boop, boop. This, in this, and uh, in this PlayStation one, you can actually see uh, the card. Director from all the Memories, and okay, he looks even worse in that picture because he had the stupid troll face. <laughs> but okay, so that card supposedly has all of Sora's memories? No, not all of his memories. He said that it's created from memories that are locked on the other side of Sora's heart. To which Sora, Donald, and Goofy are like, oh, uh. and to which, nah. the to which the first time playing this, I was like, oh, uh. actually, no, I take that back. I don't remember if I talked about this earlier or not, but I ended up, I think, playing Kingdom Hearts 2 before I ever played Chain of Memories. So I already knew what was going on the first time I played Chain of Memories. I mean, not everything that was going on. I didn't know what was going on within the game, but like surrounding it, I already knew. Um, he gives us the card, obviously. And um, we get a notice pop up saying we gained the card for Twilight Town. And uh, then it cuts over to a conversation between Axel, Larxene and Marluxia, mainly just Larxene's here, but she's not really talking. Um, <laughs> Axel uh, basically tells uh, is basically says that if Sora uh, disappears, that would mess up the organiza organization's plans. And Marluxia says, uh, I trust you know what you need to do. And Axel's like, I really don't know. Maybe you could spell it out for me. And so Marluxia says, Vexen has clearly committed a treasonous act against the organization. You must eliminate the traitor. And <laughs> Axel just straight up goes, no taking that back later, and dips. So, you know, I'm sure that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> uh, so moving on, moving on to floor number 11, uh, which is, as um, the notice that we got said, this is Twilight Town. I have the Game Boy version of its intro. Hang on. Ah, one sec. There we go. And then the PlayStation version of its intro. Uh, we'll talk about this more. So wait, now, what world is this supposed to be now? Twilight Town. This is the one that, uh, that they said is created from memories that are locked on the other side of Sora's heart. Gotcha. Oh, okay. So the car that the one dude guy just sent the picture. Okay. Right. So do we want to try to start those or do we want to stop? We got 30 minutes left. So oh, no, yeah, we're going to continue. We're going to continue. I'm just posting all of these intro. OK, I just first. wanted to make sure. <laughs> Gorsh. Yeah, um, we'll get into this more later on. Spoiler alert. We see more of Twilight Town than just looks, Chain of ooh, Memories. This looks like really creepy. Dude, in part of it's because like it's Chain of Memories, so they could not put anybody anywhere. <laughs> um. Because I guess they just like didn't have you the would see like out of like twenty eight days later or something like that. Yeah, um, Twilight Town though aesthetically is one of my favorite places in the in this entire series. Like if I could, if I could, it's my favorite. Um, I think Kingdom Hearts original world, and if I could live in any of the like city type places from them, I would one hundred percent pick Twilight Town because I just. Love the way this place looks. When we see more of it later on, I just love the like feel of it. They get when they're able to actually put people in it, and it's not just fucking apocalyptically empty. It they do a really good job of just making it have that like small town feel to it. Oh, just I love Twilight Town so much. Um, 
anyway, before I get carried away with that, um, basically, as you saw in the text bubble, Don or not Donald, Donald doesn't say Garsh, Goofy is like, so, like, hey, Sora, where are we? And Sora's like, dude, I have no idea. Um, I've never seen this place before. I don't think I've ever been here before. To to which Donald is basically like, well, Castle Oblivion make <laughs> Castle Oblivion makes you forget things. Maybe it's already made you forget this place. And Sora's like, I, I don't know. Um, but he does know one thing: they've got to keep going if they're gonna save Nominee. And he pulls out Nominee's charm, and it's fucking story time. So let's go. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna quote the story word for word. That would take too long. I'll summarize. Basically, <clears throat> one night when they were little kids on the islands, um, there was a meteor shower, and Naminé got really scared. Um, and, you know, she was basically like, oh my god, Sora, what if a meteor, like, hits the islands? And Sora gets up and starts, or got up and started swinging around this toy sword that he had, and basically was like, hey, don't worry about it. If a meteor comes anywhere near the islands, I'll smack it back up into space. And... That cheered Domine up, so she gave him her good luck charm that she had had since she was a baby, and he's kept it with her ever since. And he promised from then on that he would keep her safe and that he would breed her good luck charm. And but then she just left one day, and he must have completely forgotten about her until now. And he feels so bad. And in the middle of this, the screen does go dark. And let me see, did I only have the Game Boy version of it? I think I did. Yeah, there we go. Uh, the screen goes dark and we get like an image of Naminé, more just like she's talking to herself. It's not like this is an ominous kind of thing. It's more just they're kind of wanting you to associate the two things so they put them together. <laughs> so little uh, freaky anime legs person is all sorry now? Yeah, she's, she's saying, Sora, I'm so sorry, all of this because of me. Again, this is more like bitch then quit it <laughs> this is more like her thinking to herself about it he doesn't react to this he doesn't know that that's happening they just you know wanted you to be like hey this is going on at about the same time i'm gonna quote the obama anger translator at this point what now i said bitch <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i'm just okay. saying okay goodness um, so, yeah, so they continue on, and normally, all the worlds so far oh, have on. had, like... Casey is typing something. What is Casey gonna say? I don't know. Um. Casey, oh. shoo until we're done recording. <laughs> shoo. Yeah. I'm gonna ground you. Oh, my goodness. Um, the weird thing about Twilight Town is normally every world so far has had three of those cutscene rooms. So, you know, all of the cutscenes are split up. Uh, this one only yeah. has one cutscene room. Um, which again I have got both versions of. So one second, there's the PlayStation, there's the Game Boy version. It's probably gonna. Yep, it's making me post them separately again. I think just switching back and forth between the game, the the Game Boy and like the PlayStation version is what's throwing me off. That's fair. Cause like the the artwork looks so gorgeous, and I'm like I'm seeing all these little sprites from like your anatomy <laughs> should not work that way. <laughs> Um, like, look at that, like, those two right there, I'm like, ha how? <laughs> but yeah, so they oh. come to, they come to this mansion place, um, somewhere in relation to Twilight Town, and, um, basically Donald and Goofy are, like, 
so Zora, is this place starting to seem familiar to you at all? Go ahead and um, stop the timer because, well, actually, no, never mind. Don't stop the timer. We'll we'll see how far we get. Because um, we got like we just hit twenty five minutes. Do you want me to stop the timer? No, no, no. That'll probably be fine. Um, okay, I'll let it roll. Yeah. Uh, Sora says it's like kind of starting to feel familiar to him, but not in the same way that he was remembering Nomine. Uh, he says, you know, with Nomine, it was kind of like details coming back to him in bits and pieces. Basically, like if you are remem- trying to remember I'm something. Call her hentai legs. <coughs> Goodness. Okay. Anyway. Just but he saying. says with Twilight Town, it's more of like a general sense of like uneasiness and familiarity. So he's still really not sure. And Vexen pops up out of fucking nowhere. And is like, so then, Sora, a question. Your memories of Domine or your or your feelings here? Which of these two is more real, I wonder? And Sora's like, obviously Nomine. Duh. And <laughs> and Vexen honestly kind of ignores Sora's uh, response. He says, obviously Nomine's real. Twilight Town, everything he's seeing here in Twilight Town must be some kind of trick. Vexen, like I said, just kind of ignores that and starts saying, the memories wilds can be cruel. I'm sorry, I'm just mad at her first picture. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All this because of me. No shit, bitch. Well, I mean, they pretty clearly have her, like, held hostage. So, there's that. <laughs> mean. Stop being mean to my daughter. Um, yeah. Stop being mean to my kids. Wait, hang on. Something beeped. Is something... Okay, no. Sorry. I was making <laughs> anyway, sure anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going. Um, Vexen says, The memories wilds can be cruel. In its silence, we forget. In its obsession, it binds our hearts. And Sora's like, okay, uh, what? Um, then he, he tells Sora, the memory of Twilight Town exists on the other side of Sora's heart. And it's not that, it's not that Sora has forgotten like anything else that Castle Oblivion has made him forget. And it's not that he's remembering the same way as with Nomine. He says, it is your heart that remembers. And to which, again, Sora's like, do what, do what? He goes on to say, if you remain bound by the chain of memories and refuse to believe what is truly found inside your heart then throw it away you're not a keyblade master just a slave to twisted memories yes exactly like my riku your existence is worth nothing (laughs) to which sora not understanding a damn word of this says i'm gonna take you down and save riku and nominate that's what's in my heart we get a boss fight we get vexen's enemy card from it which means that this is the last time we're fighting vexen one second, there it is. Hi there, Lucius Malfoy. Nah. <laughs> okay. He uh, Vex- fucking is. Vexen's enemy He's card Seth is. Roth and Lucius Malfoy, if they banged and have a love child, that's him. Right. Oh my goodness. He is. Um, but Vexen's enemy card, though, is another one that I actually used a fair amount of times, mainly on harder bosses. Um, it's similar to Captain Hook's, but instead of uh, being that it leaves you at one HP. Uh, his is called Auto Life. Um, it will automatically revive you one time uh, when your health meter hits zero. It won't refill it all the way. You'll have like a small amount left, but basically it gives you an extra life. Uh, also, you are immune to ice and stunned by fire, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> no bad Casey shoe. <laughs> Goodness. Um, so after the fight, Vexen's pretty beaten. He's huffing. He's puffing. He's can't really stand up straight right now. Uh, 
Sora tells Vexen to put Riku back, to which Vexen says, The Riku you speak of has but one fate, to sink into the darkness. And you will share that fate, Sora. If you continue to seek out the girl, Namine, the shackles will tighten. You'll lose your heart and end up becoming Marluxia's pawn. To which Sora says, who the fuck is Marluxia? Hang on. (laughs) But before Vexen can explain any further, you want to know what happens? Do tell. Axel shows up and does a murder. He does? Yes, Axel shows up and straight up kills Vexen. Do we have a screenshot of this? Oh, honey, I've got two screenshots because they have him. fucking send the screenshot. Hang on. They have him kill Vexen in two different ways between the Game Boy version and the PlayStation version, basically just based on what they were able to show, both of which are completely harrowing and just, oh, my God. (coughs) But before he actually does the murder, he um, he says, I came to stop you from talking too much by eliminating your existence. We are just nobodies who have no one to be, and yet we still are, are being in quotes. But now you don't have to, or, but now you can be nothing instead of just being a nobody. You're off the hook. And in the PlayStation, or in the Game Boy version, he like zooms behind Vexen and fucking slashes what should be slashing his head off with his chakras. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's just the Game Boy trying to like. They're melting. Keep, They're no, melting. that's them like. That's them, like, squatting or kneeling in the Game Boy trying to be like, now how would what their cloaks handle that? Okay, so they're either <laughs> melting or they're squatting to take a massive poo. Stop that. Uh, in the in the PlayStation you said it, version... not me. I was going of, to say they were melting. Hey, in the PlayStation... You had to say they were squatting. Stop it. Anyway. In you the, started it. Let me say the thing. <laughs> in the no. PlayStation version, uh, instead of, like, teleporting behind Vexen and slashing the shit out of him... Uh, instead, he snaps his fingers, and Vexen just explodes into fire. Ooh, ooh shiny. Yeah. Vexen I like is, it, shiny. Vexen is a million percent dead now. He is not coming back. But I like the shiny. Too fucking bad, bro. Um, to which Sora, rightly so, is freaking the fuck out. And he's like, he's just like, what are you people? And Axel is like, you know... Don't know. I wonder about that myself. And just fucking leaves. <laughs> so Sora's mad, but he's got nobody to, nobody to take this out on. He doesn't know what's happening, what to do. Um, when you leave this floor and go back to Castle Oblivion, we are immediately taken into a conversation between Axel, Larxene, and Marluxia. Uh, starting off... Can I off with... real quick? Sorry. Just because I feel bad. Casey, we're one? not mad at... We're not mad at you, Casey. Are you in here being mean to Casey? I am not being mean to Casey. (laughs) We're not mad at you, Casey. I promise. Just no spoilers till after the episode, but we love you, Casey. We're not mad at Casey. (laughs) Well, I'm obviously not. I didn't do anything. I'm just saying right now, for the record, we are not mad at Casey. We love Casey. Oh, right. Uh, Naminé is also here for this conversation, but she isn't allowed to talk much. Um, Little fucking so, leg bitch? Stop that. Uh, so, no. Larxine, so Larxine starts the conversation off telling Axel, nice work. I say good riddance to that blabbermouth. <laughs> to which Axel kind of doesn't really respond to her and just turns to Marluxia and is like, Marluxia, you used Vexen to test Sora's strength, didn't you? And Larxine's like, not just Sora's, it was yours too. We weren't sure... If you actually had it in your bones to take out a fellow member. 
Well, I guess I guess that you did. It's time to join up. Taking over the organization will be like child's play with the three of us. And Axel's like, so that's where Sora comes in. And Larkzine goes, of course. He wants to see Naminé, so why don't we just give him what he wants? <laughs> to which Marluxia being also mean. He and Larkzine make, make fun of people on their off time. I just know it. Um, they seem like the type that would. Yeah, he turns to Naminé and says... Rejoice, Nominate. The time is near for you to meet the hero you've been longing for. To which Nominate, just sitting off by herself in her chair, just goes, I'm glad. <laughs> and Larxene, not even kidding, rushes over, puts her hand on Larxene's head, and just gets right up in her face. And is like, but I'm warning you, you'd better not do anything to betray Sora's feelings. Do you understand me, little one? <laughs> to which Nominate goes, I understand. And Marluxia goes, all you need to do is layer Sora's memories and bring his heart closer to you. And then he and Larxene leave. Because that doesn't sound kinky at all. Stop that. <laughs> no. There's there's a lot of stuff that gets said. Layer his memories. Bring his heart closer to you. Come on. There's a lot of stuff that, if taken out of context, is Yeah, there's real a lot kinky. of subtext. Yeah. Um, but anyway. You know damn well I'm going to pick up on all of it. Um... So yeah, so Marluxia and Larxene leave, so it's just Nominee and Axel. And yeah, nice subject change. Eh. Uh, Nominee hey. is looking down <coughs> at her drawing pad where she's drawn a picture of Sora. I didn't bother saving a picture of this one. Um, picture? She, sa- she says, Sora, even if you come for me, what then? And woman, I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> Am I waiting on picture or? Oh, no, I didn't bother with that one. Um, no more oh, pictures okay. tonight. Um, but we do leave that cutscene and go to Riku and Sora, to which uh, Riku meets Sora coming out of floor number 11, because of course he does, and <clears throat> says that Sora will, will just hurt Nominee if he continues going forward anymore. And he starts to tell Sora about this time where they were, where he and Nominee were little kids on the island. And there was a meteor shower, right? And Nominee got scared. And she said, what if a meteor hits the island? And Riku, picking up a toy sword, basically told her, if an if a meteor comes to the islands, I'll knock it back into space. And Sora's like, hang on a second. <coughs> I know this story because it's my story. <laughs> and he pulls out his copy of the charm. Or, no, hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sora's like, wait, no. This is my memory. I look. I've I've got her charm, her charm right here that she gave me, and this weird little glitch thing happens to Riku, like kind of next to his face, sort of. It's like a little flash, uh, and he pulls out his own copy of the nominee charm, and uh, basically says, "Nuh-uh, I've got the real one right here." And they fight again, uh, but Riku runs off and he drops the car the charm which turns into uh, the card for Destiny Islands. So, hey, guess what floor number 12 is going to be? And Donald, much like all of us, does not understand what's going on, but Sora refuses to slow down and is like, we don't have time to sit and think. We got to just fucking go and try to catch up to him. And uh, Donald uh, Donald and Goofy both kind of look at each other and they're both worried about Sora, but he just takes off. Um... Which I'll go into again next uh, the next time we record and actually talk about um, des- the Destiny Islands section of this game. 
but you're going to do that section without having any Donald and Goofy friend cards because you've left their asses behind. Um, but we switch back over to Nominee and Axel, to which Axel uh, is leaning over Nominee and says, you're all that he's got left. So then, if you don't stop this, no one will. And Nominee's like, but I, it's too late. And Axel says, you shouldn't give up just yet. Say, Nominee, have you noticed? Marluxia doesn't seem to be around. To which Nominee responds, what are you saying? And Axel goes, just that there's no one here who would want to, uh, who would want to get in your way. And he hesitates long enough for, like, Nominee to kind of, like, figure out what he's talking about. And she runs off. And Axel waits until she leaves the room. Actually, no, as, as she's running out of the room, he goes, just make it count. And then once she is gone, and it's just Axel in the room, he goes, now this should be interesting. Try and make it enjoyable, Sora. It's the least you can do for me, you know. Hey, wait, I'm enjoying this. You guys are something else. And I'm pretty sure that at this point in the Game Boy game, he said something to the effect of you guys had better give me one hell of a show. But I don't quite remember. So Axel is canonically the first person in the Kingdom Hearts series, at least in the games, to cuss. But then they took that away from him in the PlayStation version. I specify in the games, though, because Donald and Sora cuss a lot in the manga. Cuss. No, like damn and hell. They say damn and hell a lot. I mean, to be fair, that's what Disney does. They say damn and hell. Yeah. Like with Sleeping Beauty, they said all the powers of hell. So, like, there's cussing and there's Disney cussing. Well, yeah, but, like, Sora and Donald are, like, basically say damn it a lot in the manga. Apparently. <laughs> eh, I eh. guess. I mean, because to be fair, there's cussing and there's like normal people cussing like what we do. Yeah, that's no. Yeah, they don't. They don't do that. <laughs> Sora doesn't do no. that even in the manga. Disney doesn't do like just a normal day where they go, oh, God damn it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so the last thing that I took notes on, the last bit of this cutscene is Sora getting ready to go into floor number 12, which obviously is going to be Destiny Islands. Uh, Jiminy pops out of his hood and is like, you know, Sora, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have yelled at Donald and Goofy like that. And Sora just tells him to shut up. <laughs> and then the cutscene ends. He's like, oh, all right. How many of us have wished to say that? Oh my god. Right. <laughs> so how am I looking on time? I don't have anything. Oh, uh, we to say, are. But... We actually just hit eight, about eight and a half minutes. Dang, so... I could have kept going. Oh well, does but, not matter. Say, if we want to go ahead and wrap it up and do questions, this will be a good stop or good. To stop. Yeah, honestly, I assumed I would run out of time, so I didn't take any notes on floor 12. So, yeah, we're good. <laughs> I mean, do we want to go ahead and stop and do questions? or? Yeah, we'll stop and do questions. Okay, so I'll go ahead and just stop the timer since, you know, we did our usual, like, actual episode run. So now we can do questions if you want. Yes. Um, I saw uh, the ones in the, like, I saw the new ones in the Mickey's mailbag. I may have to go back a further because I know we had, like, a weird schedule. Because, you know, yeah, Nero got it, hit by that. Well, I mean, Nero got hit with that meteor by the dinosaur. Yeah, so we had real, to rearrange though. stuff. Um, okay, so yeah. Um, did not get any questions on Twitter. Actually, let me just double check real quick. I'll say I went back to the 20th on the Discord. So let's go ahead and do the ones on Twitter and then we'll hop to Discord. Okay, yeah. No, we did not have any questions on Twitter. So just in oh. the Discord. Okay, so let's go back to first one I see is Flutterdark on the 20th. Yes. Do you want to start with that? Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, first one is, I don't think you guys talked about it, but given that the journal is blank, how the flip did that happen? Did the journal go blank? Yes. Um, 
I might have I, forgotten about that because it's been a while. I forget which floor it was. It was one of the ones that we covered last time, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, it was when um, Goofy was trying to remember that other castle that we were at that had all the contraptions. They were like, well, Germany, you've been taking notes. Do you know what the fuck he's talking about? And he was like, yeah, I've got it right here. Wait a minute, my journal's blank. And he was, he was so sad. All of his hard work was just gone. So, so how did it happen? How do we think it happened? Well, I mean, I know. So how do you think it happened? I'm thinking. Oh. I think Stitch. What? Hey. From Lilo and Stitch ate the pages. That's what I think. Oh, say. okay. I was like, wait, what? Nope. I think Lilo and Stitch ate the pages. Well, I will go ahead and say that's not what it is, but Stitch will show up later on. Not in this game. Woohoo! He will be, he'll show up in Kingdom Hearts 2 in a couple of cutscenes, and well, he'll and- be a summon. And then Birth by Sleep, he's actually... One of the worlds is Lilo and Stitch, sort of. Well, and part. also, like, that's my knee-jerk reaction, but I will say also building off of Flutterdark's next question, I would build off on that. But we'll go to the next question. I'll let you read that, Stephen. Okay. Uh, yes, Flutterdark's second question. So, some people say Kingdom Hearts is a kid's game. So how do you feel about messing with people's memories and outright implanting new memories? Which he spoiler tagged because he wasn't sure if we would, uh, would get that far. Which we um, did. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. People call this whole thing a kid's game. But, like, especially here, there's straight up memory manipulation happening, creating a false memories. It's real messed up. Well, and I'm looking at stuff like, you know, if you even look at, like, some Disney stuff like Lilo and Stitch, or if you even look at, like, Men in Black, where it even shows, you know, you mess with people's memories so much, like, they really don't remember what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. Or the Matrix, where you can, t- like, what is it? Uh, oh, Cypher, the one douchebag, where he's like, oh, you know, yeah. I know that this is telling me this is steak. This is tasting like steak, but how do I know what steak actually tastes like? Yeah. And, I mean, even within Kingdom Hearts, clearly Vexen's done something to Riku, although we don't know what yet. So. Right. Well, and it's like, you know, you you know, people can try to justify it as, oh, well, I'm just replacing their memories with something that's good. Well... How can you say that something that's good for them? Like, how can you say that if you've never given them the chance to express the other? Exactly. Whoops, whoops, whoops. So, so yeah, I mean, it's clearly, clearly this series... It's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clearly this series and Disney movies in general obviously are still aimed at a younger audience. But, who oh boy, if there's not some stuff in here that will fuck with even the adults. <laughs> um... What was... I keep setting my phone down between questions. There we go. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, this one, uh, Flutter Dark, spoiler tagged, because, again, he wasn't sure if we would get far enough. Cat, uh, what do you think the other side of Sora's heart is all about? Um, just going by... And, again, of course, I don't know anything that's going forward. I only know from the first game up till now. Um, but just... Going by what I remember from the last one where, you know, Sora literally turned into a heartless and then was turned back. And now he's going, I don't know. It's, ugh. <laughs> I think, no, no, I'm literally trying to put thought into this. Like, it's literally like a look at, you know, how, for me at least, it's like, okay, however good intention and how happy and cheerful a Disney protagonist can be, there's that dark part in him. And now I think Sora's trying to, like, balance that. Like, in the first game, you know, he already fought it and he conquered it, but now it's like a thought that that's still there with him. Like, he didn't entirely vanquish it. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it goes as we go on in the game series. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. No comment. 
<laughs> Are you mocking me, Steven? No, it's just I've I've played the series, so I know what's going on. Well, <laughs> I know you have, but keep in mind I haven't. Exactly. So I think I, I think it's going to be really interesting because it's like okay, you know, in most video games, it's like oh, he had his darkness in his heart and he beat it. And this kind, this game is kind of showing. Okay, no, you can beat it, but that doesn't mean it's gone. Beat it, beat it. Sorry. Michael Jackson, shut up and move to the next question. <laughs> Sidemon says, "What do you think of uh, if I can?" I do like this their robes, and it, it makes me miss my hot topic coat. Thank you. The question was, "What do you think of the guys in robes?" <laughs> so okay, I sent you, Stephen. I sent you the link to the project I did in college that was literally a victor of my coat. Oh, okay, that's trench coat. Oh, okay. Yeah, if y'all are interested, I have literally an almost exact copy of the coat that freaking Manus Hair Girl and all them had it with the buckles and the zips and the everything. And I will put that in the chat if anybody wants to see it. But I had their coat. You can judge me all you want, Steven. No, no, no. I was um, scrolling. No, okay, so we've established that you think the coat is cool. But the people, like the um, Axel, Larxene, uh, Marluxia, Vexen, oh. these guys, what uh, do you think of them as a group? What's I, up with mm, these dudes? Some of them are seem mysterious enough, but other ones, like, you know, again, and I'm going to fully admit it's because some of them are like, okay, no, you're Draco Malfoy and Lucius Malfoy fucked a praying mantis. On I thought you were going like, to... When you said you fully hands, admit, like, I, I, I thought you were going to say that Marluxia's hot again. You thought I was going to say what now? I thought you were going to say Marluxia's is hot again. I mean, that too. <laughs> but it's like, okay, just, I've got to get past the appearances because I want to rag on their appearances. But on the other hand, the fact that more and more of them are popping up, it's like, okay, you guys are like kind of a more behind the scenes thing than we thought at first. So I'm intrigued. Yes. Well, I, I will point out, of course, um, in Chain of Memories, I don't think they've said Organization 13. Yet, just the organization. Uh, but we have already gotten pointed out that Bexen is number four and that Marluxia is number 11. Whatever that means. So Right, so I want to see the rest and I am intrigued. I am eager to see. Uh, we, will see we will eventually see the rest and they are, I can promise you, they are all anime as fuck. <laughs> With so their character yeah. designs. I will wait and see. Ugh. And uh, let me see, scrolling past uh, the couple extras that we got for We have dinosaur. another from Casey. Yes, we did get one last question from Casey. Uh, you can walk and breathe underwater and presumably won't suffer any health effects from increased pressure for no, or for no explained reason. Where do you explore? I'll let you go first, Stephen, because you can see my answer is I will totally discard all sense of self-preservation. Yeah, based on you saying that, I'm assuming you dive immediately into the Mariana's Trench. I'm going to find Megalodon. There we go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying, look, we found steel, We found the coelacanth, and we found the mega mouth shark in Greenland that's lived for over 100 years. I'm convinced there's Megalodon, and I'm going to find that motherfucker. Ah, fuck, dude. Pokemon's rotting my brain. You started saying coelacanth, and I thought you were going to say Steelix. No. <laughs> I mean, that would be awesome, too. But no, we literally have found living coelacanth. We have found living Mega Mouth Shark in Greenland that's lived for over a hundred years and is still alive, we can fucking find a Megalodon. It's probably out there somewhere. Or at least it's bones. Um I will I will saying, say that's my answer right there is I'm gonna go out and search a Megalodon. That's my I, answer. I will say for me, first thing I'm doing, 
even though there's not a whole ton left of it at this point, is I'm going to go check out uh, the Titanic. Ooh, yeah. Because that's that's another one of my things. I don't really get to talk about it here because it has no crossover with Disney. Is that, like, I very much enjoy pretty much anything related to the Titanic. Uh, the movie is, like, my second favorite movie of all time. I think it's the one that I've seen the most. So... I would that go would check be out really fucking boat. hard-hitting to see, too. Dude, duh. Like, being able to, like, not only find the wreck, but actually be able to, like, explore the different floors. That yeah, would be just amazing. poke around in, there, in all of the rubble and right. all that. So, yeah, that's what I'd Although do. Although, I will, ad- I will admit, if I ever got to go see the wreck, I would be sitting there. I would be the one humming the Titanic song the entire time. <laughs> right. I, you would have once, to mute my phone. I'd be singing the Celine Dion the entire time. Once, Once I was done with that, though... I'm going to go find every shipwreck there is because there's all kinds of treasure that has not been claimed yet that I'd be able to get if we are assuming that I can just walk around on the bottom. Of the that ocean. would be, uh, well, especially like those of us with like military family members, like find ships that like they knew. Yeah. And like go and find those wrecks. Cause like my papa who passed away, he was in the Navy in Korea. I would love to find ships. So like any ships he was associated with. Yeah. That would be really find, cool. Find me some loot for the historical purposes. I was thinking like more keep the vultures off of it, but I mean also Steven, let's be fair. I mean, for me it's like 50-50 getting stuff to put in a museum and getting stuff to sell. Take stuff money. for our families and keep all the little <laughs> shark hunters away. Right. Um Like dude, our families were on this thing. We got dibs. Y'all go shoot. Bye. Um so yeah, so that that takes care of it for this week. Um I told you this that there were 13 floors and we just finished up number 11. So not that I'm going to turn next week into a jumpy, Jumbo Spicy episode, but with it wait, just being so floors. We, so wait, we're going normal next week. So next week is Disney Minus and the week after will be the next Kingdom Hearts, barring right. anything else happening. Right. Barring okay. anything else. Um, so I don't think I don't I'm going to have to do dying. it. I think Nero right. is safe from dying. So don't you die. Fingers crossed. Uh, I don't think I'm going to have to do it as a Jumbo Spicy episode. With it just being two floors left, we will probably be able to finish up or come close enough to finishing up that we can just keep going and go ahead and finish. Um, So obviously, as we saw, floor number 12 is going to be Destiny Islands. I'm not going to tell you what floor number 13 is. I will let you wait and find out. (laughs) Woohoo! Yeah, every time you do that, I just dread it, Stephen. Just so you know. <laughs> I mean, we're getting into the capital R, capital S, real shit now. Keep in mind, you have to work with me in the office at some point, dude. This is also true. Um, so yeah. Aside from that, uh, what was the next movie we're doing on Disney Minus? John Carter. Uh, we John should Carter. Be, yeah. Yeah, we should be recording that the day that this goes up. So. I'm probably going to watch that tomorrow. I don't think I've ever... No, actually, I know. I've never seen John Carter. have not seen it until we are doing it for this. All I know about it... I'll probably watch that tomorrow because I'll be, like, in all day because it's too fucking hot to go outside. All I know about it is that in the comics, he's a Confederate general that somehow gets teleported to Mars. I mean, again, can't be worse than Million Dollar Duck. (laughs) We'll see, I guess. So, yeah, um... I don't know where I was going. So with I guess that. you you do yours and Nero's plugs, and I'll do mine. Yes. Uh, but yeah, you got you can find us on Twitter at. Uh, hang on, I forgot everything for a second. Shit, I'm gonna cut this part out to make myself look better. There we go. 
You can find us on Twitter at Disney Minus Pod. We don't really post a whole lot, but we'll do our question posts for each episode there at the very least. And sometimes I'll share Disney memes and stuff that I find. Uh, you can find um, Nero, who is not on these episodes, but is on our regular Disney Minus episodes, at Dragon Smoocher. Uh, they also have a She-Ra podcast about the the good She-Ra, the 2018 Netflix one, uh, called The Podcast I highly Power. recommend. I am totally hooked on. Exactly. It's very good. She-Ra itself is also very good. They're both good. Uh, check them out on Twitter at The Podcast of Power. Um, they're actually, it's just at Podcast of Power. I keep actually sticking the back into it. Um, but yeah, so that's that's really good. Um, oh, right, myself. Damn, I knew I was forgetting something. Uh, I am on Twitter. At, <laughs> Did we forget ourselves, Steven? Apparently. Uh, I am on Twitter at Marshmallow, which is spelled like Marshmallow, except that my name is in it. And also um, at dad underscore tastic, where I post dad jokes almost every other day. Or almost every day. I forget a lot lately. Um, that's so yeah, that's me. I'm Kat. You can find me floating around Discord. Of course, I'm obviously on the Kingdom Hearts podcast with Steven. I'm also part of Disney Minus with Steven and Nero on alternate Sundays. Um, also, if you find me floating around Discord and you make friends with me, I will send you cookies. Yeah, so do that. Or if you work with her, or... Nero's getting his cookies this weekend, their so... Cookies. No, that's right, he is getting their cookies. They, he is getting they, devil's food with Reese cookie with Reese PC cookies. They are getting their cookies. Nope, they are getting their cookies. I am yes. actually going to be sending them on... Actually, no, I'm going to be sending them on Wednesday, because I know FedEx doesn't ship on the weekend. No, I know, but you were saying he... No, I know, and I call myself, but no, they will be getting their cookies on Wednesday, and... I sent them to my family in Kentucky, and they got theirs two days later, and Nero is, like, right next door, so they should be getting theirs, like, next day, if not sooner. Your family's in Kentucky? Why was I thinking they were just in a different part of Arkansas? I told you my family's in Kentucky! Why was I thinking they were just in a different part of Arkansas? Holy shit. That's the whole point of me going back to Kentucky for Christmas, Stephen. I don't, I don't even, I don't know. I might need sleep. Uh. Point is, the <laughs> point is, Nero is getting their cookies this week so if you guys make friends with me and you're nice you will get homemade cookies too a little girl somewhere is drawing pictures of me and making me forget stuff. steven That's doesn't get cookies because he's mean to me yeah all right um so yeah tune in next time for for more wacky shenanigans and if your memories stop that and if your memories get turned into cards take good care of them or if not just fling them at the eyes of your enemies also good probably i don't know we'll see how that goes bye